Hey guys, it's Dr. J. And Apostle Sherman. And we are so excited that you have tuned in for this week's message. We pray that it blesses you and helps to transform your life and the direction that God has for you. Enjoy the message. Welcome to Midweek. I am so happy you are here, and I believe that God is up to something really, really special tonight. I want you to do something. I want you to press that supernatural button, the share button. Go ahead and invite somebody to come on and be a part of this experience. It's been exciting seeing um, the audience of the Midweek experience grow every week, and, and I know uh, there's a lots of things that people are, could potentially be doing, but let's go wake them up. Go ahead and send them a message. Um, you can text a friend, do whatever that is, but get some people in the room, tag them in the comments, and, and let's get them in here to experience this today. Um, the, the Lord has given me even something more as it relates to finishing the thought that he began with us last week, and I want you to um, experience it today. So we're, we're going to pray, and then we're going to jump right in to the Word. Father, thank you so much for your presence. Thank you so much for what you're doing inside, uh, Father, not of just our church, but what you're doing for your children worldwide. I, I thank you today, Father, that you are literally bringing us into the move of the Spirit and that we're moving out of a place, Lord, of just reading and hearing about you, but, but co-laboring with you and moving as you move and seeing the kingdom of God manifested. And so, Father, we welcome your presence um, as we teach and as we uh, preach the gospel today. I thank you today that miracles, signs, and wonders will follow the preaching of the gospel. Let the kingdom of heaven be released and let there be open heaven over every single home and every single person. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So I'm, I'm so happy you're here again. Um, I got friends on the couch again um, this week and I'm super excited that they have joined me here and I'm happy that you have joined me right there in your home. And I want to honor um, our, our co-lead pastor, Dr. Jaquette. I just want to take a minute just to honor her and uh, and so excited uh, for her. Currently, we're, we're juggling this whole thing on Wednesday nights. She, as many of you know, she's a college professor and so university professor. And so she's literally closing her class right now. So I'm sure she'll be tuning on uh, in soon, but I just wanted to uh, honor her and recognize her and say how grateful we are to have such amazing leadership here at our church um, today. So we're jumping back into the Genesis series. That's where we are on Wednesday, Genesis. And the Lord's been saying so much. And uh, Gail Johnson's here. Her husband tells me, you know, one of these days, hopefully you're going to move forward and finish this. But it's, it's, a, it's amazing um, what God has been doing. And it's been so much revelation just by, you know, the Bible says line upon line, line precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. And it's amazing to see this stuff um, come alive. And so I want you to get something to take notes with, whether that's your phone, whether it's your iPad, uh, some paper and pen. Get something to take notes with. I believe the Lord's going to say something to you. We're going to go back to where we left off last week. We're going to Genesis chapter 2 and verse number 7. Genesis chapter 2 and verse number 7. And we're going to continue this thought around when God breathes, when God breathes. Uh, so Genesis chapter 2 in verse number 7, the Bible says, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and he became 
a living being. I, I want to start kind of where we began last week, that man was formed, but before man, but after man was formed, then breath came into him. So man was moving around, but breath came later. And when we begin to talk about that breath, that breath connected to life entering inside of man. Breath also was the revelation of Holy Spirit. And so we talked about last week that it is possible for someone to be moving around in the earth, but not quite living. Moving around in the earth, but not quite living, and that life is connected to breath. And we're not just talking about oxygen. We're talking about breath in the relationship to Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that was brooding over the waters, uh, the same Holy Spirit, that Holy Spirit, the one in Acts chapter number two, that Holy Spirit moving the life. So when God breathed life into man, he was breathing Holy Spirit into man, and that we don't want to be believers that are walking around without Holy Spirit, right? We don't want to just exist. We want to live. As a matter of fact, I want you just to type into the comments right now, I want to live. I want to live, right? The real kind of life, you know, the Zoe kind of life. We want to have that kind of life operating in and through our existence and everything around us be affected by what we carry. And I, and I believe that, that if you're carriers of his breath, wherever you go, you're going to bring life life to that particular space, right? Whatever place that you come in, because you're carrying breath, things will shift for everything around you when breath, and this is what I sense so strongly today, that the Lord is not just having you carry his breath, but I need you to understand that locked inside of his breath is refreshing, right? The refreshing of Holy Spirit that begins to come upon people when we begin to operate in what we're supposed to do and go into the spheres of influence that God has called us to. One of the things that we loved about breath is this, that when God breathed the breath of life into man, it was a personal thing. I, I began to talk about last week that the picture from the word breath there is that this idea of face-to-face, -face, it's almost like an intimate kiss. And so God was coming into deep, intimate relationship with man when he was breathing life. And I love it because we already see the picture of, for God so loved, he, so he gave, right? For God so loved, so he gave. Well, there's so many different places where we begin to see breath living, both in the New and the Old Testament. And I want us to kind of go through a journey today. I listed several scriptures last week in a rush to kind of close it out um, to give you the study and the look at. But I want to kind of go piece by piece today and see what does it look like when we experience the breath of God. And I think it's so important that we do take a holistic look at it. Uh, obviously, there's going to be several Hebrew and Greek words that connect to breath, but, but, but they, they are all intersecting to give a full picture of what this looks like um, as it relates to the breath of God. And so one of the first things that we want to talk about as it relates to the breath of God is that the breath of God brings life, okay? Now, we've, we've already talked about that, but let's just write that down. Let's just write that down. Let's mark this as A, uh, that the breath of life brings, the breath of rather brings life, brings life, is the idea that life is imparted by God. Now let's deal with that for a minute because the only source of life is God. 
The only source of life is God. And if we really understand that, then you realize you will never have full life without the interaction of the Godhead. Now think about how many people are walking around the earth right now trying to find life. And it's this idea of trying to find life. The, the, the thing that many are trying to find is liberty, right? They're trying to find freedom. And I say something often that people kind of shrink back at, but what America calls freedom is actually bondage. Bondage, and what America calls bondage is actually freedom. And, and so it, it's this idea that freedom is like, I just want to be a bird, you know. I just want to fly away, and I get it. You know, I'm, I'm an eagle. I want to soar, you know, and I want to go to the high places. But I, but I also want to embrace the idea that real life will only be experienced with the structure that God places around my life. With, with, the, with the, listen to me, with the boundaries. Uh-oh, that's not a bad word. That's a good word. The boundaries that God places around life. And so you won't fully experience life without God. God, he actually is the one that determines what life looks like. He created, I would guess he gets to say what it looks like. So, so we don't want to go to a place of creating our own definitions of life. We, we want to stay away from that. We want to let God define life, and then we want to walk that definition out every single day. What does life look like? Well, apparently, there is no living without Holy Spirit. And, 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 and I love that because even Jesus, and I'm getting a little ahead of myself, he's getting ready to go, right? And I, I hinted on it a little bit the other day. But before Acts chapter 2 even came into play, he breathed, he breathed upon the disciples and he said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. So obviously the disciples were carrying the power of the Holy Ghost before it became a worldwide experience. Now that's powerful. Uh, understanding that because of their relationship with Jesus in their decision to pay a price, they received something before others received it. You don't want that. That, 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 that because they were willing to pay a price, this is what he said. He said, listen to me, if you will go ahead and follow me, I'll make you. If you follow me, I'll make you. And in that making process, as we allow ourselves to follow Jesus and we allow ourselves to be made by him, there are things that you receive by paying a price that others don't receive. And I could walk you through it. Elijah, Elisha. Elijah began to walk with, with Elisha. Rather, Elisha walked with Elijah. And as they began to go through the journey, they were going from place to place. And there was a group called the school of the prophets. Some called them the sons of the prophets. And these group here, they're watching while Elijah and Elisha went from location to location. But they were not allowed to go every single place that Elisha had access to go. And they also did not receive the double portion that was dropped down to Elisha when Elijah ascended. What was special about Elisha? He paid a price. And because he paid a price, he was able to get a gift that everybody else didn't get. So if you're going to make a decision that you want the next level because everybody wants it, the question on the table is, are you willing to pay a price? Right? Because salvation is free, but the anointing is going to cost you. It's going to cost you. And, and Jesus definitely paid the price for you to have everlasting life without a doubt. But we see a picture. And, and Jesus talked about it. He talked about everybody bearing their own cross. 
There's, everybody's going to have a cross that they have to bear, not the cross, obviously, that's going to give you everlasting life. But there's a price that we have to pay. It's an idea of the crucifixion. Even the Bible goes even further to tell us about the crucifixion of flesh. There is a cross. Everyone has to go through a level of death in order to experience the new levels of resurrection, right? And so this idea of paying a price. So they received breath before the rest of the world received breath. But let's keep going. So Genesis chapter 2. In verse number seven, again, that's where we are. Life is imparted to, to man by God. Life is imparted to man by God. And I believe today that because you have freely received breath, you can freely re release it. Because you have freely received breath, you can freely release it. God has locked inside of you the power of the Holy Spirit, the breath of God inside of you for it not to be contained, but for you to be a releaser of the breath of God. You've received it, you can release it. You receive it, you can release it. And, uh, and, and there's some things that, that he empowers you to do that transforms life. Let me move from there. So the first thing is that the, the, the breath of God brings life, okay? Life, life. Here's, here's, the, second, here's the second thing, or, or B, we'll call it tonight, is that life is recalled by his sovereign will. I want you to write that down, and we'll, we'll go somewhere with that. Life is recalled by his sovereign will, and he does it with the involvement of his breath, right? So because God gives life, God has, um, he has the ability and the sovereignty to actually remove it and to recall it, okay? Now, I don't want to go on a journey of saying that God kills people. I'm not saying that at all, um, but I am saying that the Bible says very clearly in Ecclesiastes that there's time to live, and there is also a time to die, Right. There's a time to live and there's a time there's a time to die. Now, I know many of us are afraid of death. And can I say something to you today? That's what death wants you to be. Let's deal with that for a minute. Many of us are afraid of death. That's what a lot is happening right now around the world is the fear of death. It's not just the fear of covid. It's the fear of dying. And, and when we let death remove us, just hear me, out of the place of fulfilling purpose, we are allowing death to continue to hold on to its sting. When Jesus died upon the cross, it was the removal of the sting of death. You exist, but you can't harm me. And if death is allowed to come to my door, it is the time for my graduation, so I don't fear graduation. Y'all don't want this. I don't fear graduation. <laughs> when, you, when, when the sting of death is removed, death is not, there's no longer a thing of, oh my God, I don't want to leave the earth. No, it is, it is gratefulness for the opportunity to graduate into eternity. Death without its sting is graduation. It's the ability now of moving into my eternal ex existence permanently. Right. And so what the enemy wants you to do is be fearful of death so that you won't live. If you walk around scared of dying, you will you won't live. You, you won't live. You know, one of the things that happened in my life some years ago, and I know it was connected to this theory and I'm not at all not a theory rather, but this revelation. Um, and I'm not at all saying I'm better because I, I'm here. I'm just telling you where I was at this particular time. Some of you know, some of you don't know. There was a big terrorist attack um, in San Bernardino some years ago in the month of December. Uh, I, I, it was a horrible situation. I won't go the whole story. 
pray. I'll just say a crazy man <laughs> killed some people. It was really a bad situation. Um, I'm sitting in my staff meeting, and I'm hearing one of my staff members say, oh, she, she gasped for air. I said, what's going on? And she said, there's a, there's a, a shooting. There's an active shooter um, that's out right now. There's a terrorist attack that's happening right now in the city. I hear Holy Spirit say, go, go. Now, I had a decision to make. Be afraid of possibly going someplace and dying or making a decision of following Holy Spirit no matter what the cost could potentially be. I heard Holy Spirit say, go. I get up out of the meeting. One of my staff members that still serves here at the church now, Pastor Jose Rodriguez, he goes with me to that spot. Uh, now, I, I'm not going to lie. I, the Lord told me to go, and you can fight with me on this part. There were some lines that I wasn't supposed to cross. I definitely crossed them, the police lines, and I definitely snuck around the police officers to go where I was told to go. Now, you can fight me on that, and we can have arguments about I wasn't submitted to authority and all that kind of stuff. I just was following what I was supposed to do. You do what you're supposed to do. All right, so, so I did what I was supposed to do. I got to where I was. When I got there, um, the Lord told me, start praying with people. So I start praying with people. Family members are crying. They're, they're concerned about what's happening with their loved ones. They're concerned about what's happening. And I'm not there for anything but to serve God and obey God. A newspaper, local newspaper, the San Bernardino Sun, takes a picture of me while I'm walking in purpose, not afraid of death. Please listen. I did, one picture is taken of me. That one picture was taken of me. It got sent to major television networks around the world. Over the next 48 hours, my life changed. I went from talking to a group of people to talking internationally to people around the world. I did not sleep for 48 hours straight. There was interview after interview, Fox News, CNN, BBC, uh, uh, so on and so on. I can go on and on and on. Every major television network that is internationally shown, my face was on. Why am I telling you this? If the fear of death could have stopped me from fulfilling purpose, there are, first of all, people who would have never been reached by a showing of the gospel. The Lord did not call me to come on there and say, thus said the Lord, but you better believe he sent me as a prophet to declare his love because there were people who wanted to come against the Middle Eastern uh, people of Middle Eastern descent. There were people that wanted to come against them. And I was being asked these questions. How do you feel about this? And the message was simply the love of God that went around the world. And listen to me, Muslims were sending me messages from around the globe saying, you know what? Christians have always been so evil to us but to hear you say that God loves us and you're not putting that person in the same group with us it is not about me listen to me it's about a willing soul being willing to say yes to God and not let death scare me what has been holding you back because you're afraid of death could it be that one moment could be the moment that could change your life and change the lives of thousands I went from one day on one social media following that I had to turn my phone off. I went from certain level to literally 20,000 more people being impacted by what I did. One yes. And one look in the face of death and say, your sting is gone. My point is, God has a, in his sovereign will, he recalls life. 
He recalls life. We see it in Psalms 104 in verse 29. You, you hide your face, they are troubled. You take away their breath, they die and return to death. Dusk. They return to dust. God has the ability to recall life. I just had to tell that story to get you out of being scared of it. He has the ability to recall it. And I don't want you to think that it's always the thing of God is judging you or God is taking or the thing of I should be afraid. But that breath, he also recalls it. He recalls it. He takes away the breath. Okay, let's keep moving um, in the word of God. All right, so the breath of God, uh, here's the next one, is an emblem of Holy Spirit. And we talked about that a little bit already. Um, it's an emblem of Holy Spirit. We know John chapter 20, verse 21, right? We, I referenced that earlier. So Jesus said to them, peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. Now, I want to go there because I want you to realize that Jesus would not send them without the Holy Ghost. I'm just going to drink some coffee. Jesus would not send them without the Holy Ghost. How many people are going on so-called excursions of the kingdom, mandates of the kingdom, without the Holy Ghost? And I, and I have to emphasize this, and this is not judgment. Please hear me. Because I think when you have to emphasize and bring adjustment, that's what a part of the apostolic call is to bring alignment for people to see things biblically in God's way. And so me showing you God's way doesn't mean I'm against someone who may not be doing it God's way. It's just my job and assignment. It gets me in trouble. But it's my, God, it's my job and assignment to bring clarity. Now, listen to me. There has to be an emphasis on who is directing you and who is leading you. When you're doing any kind of mandate, any kind of ministry, any kind of following God, there has to be a clarity on who's empowering you. And there has to be right now in the body of Christ a very clear emphasis that we cannot do this without Holy Spirit. It is cute to have all of these great, you know, everybody's doing the creative thing, and I'm for it, right? I am for it. I, I, listen, I'm, I'm doing everything the Lord's telling me to do, being as creative as I could possibly be, asking the Lord to just lead me and guide me, but not without the Holy Ghost. We've been able to accomplish some great things without Holy Spirit, and that's why many of us don't miss him. Because, but, but this, I want you to think about what so many people have accomplished without Think about what we could do with. What much of we've been working is just innate gifts and abilities. Because I, can, I could sit somewhere, any place, without engaging Holy Spirit and asking him what it is that he would have for me to do, allowing him to lead me and empower me. I could sit in a bunch of places and move a crowd, simply do good public speaking. Just simply by engaging an audience, telling a great story. It does not mean Holy Spirit is present. So this is, let's just think, this journey through that for a minute. Are there things that you're doing in life right now that you're not offering space for Holy Spirit? And are you just operating in it through your innate abilities? Now, this can relate so practically to every area of your life. This can relate to your wifehood. This can relate to husbandhood. This can relate to parenthood. This can relate to everyhood. This can relate to every single thing that you're doing in life. It, it relates to it, right? How can Holy Spirit lead you? In parenting, 
Um, if I didn't have the Holy Ghost, I would probably break somebody's neck. Now, maybe you also say that that's not, you've never been tempted. But, but if, 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 I, if, I, if, I, if I had a, the Holy Ghost will restrain you. Like, I've been in a moment where I'm like, I can feel this my anger, and I'd be like, Kusandale Kubra, Sondo Sha, Rikosa. And I had to pull myself in. The Holy Spirit will help you in every area of life. Holy Spirit will help you in how you handle your wife. Right. He'll even lead you in how to make your wife happy. He knows her. He created her. So I appreciate books. I'm a great I'm a, I'm a big reader, but I let Holy Spirit lead me. He created your cat. He knows her. He knows what his plan is for her. How can I serve her? Right. So this idea that God didn't send anyone without the power of the Holy Spirit. And I love this. So the Bible says in verse 22. So he said this to them. He said he breathed on them and he said to them, receive a Holy Spirit. So Pastor Benny did not come up with that. It's biblical. Okay, he, he did not come. It's biblical. Jesus breathed upon them and he said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. All right. Let's keep moving. God's creative breath. We see his breath in creativity. Right. We, we see it. We saw it in Genesis. But let's look at it in Psalms chapter 33 and verse six. If you're learning anything and you're bidding, benefiting from this, I want you to type into the comments right now. This is good. You don't got a lot to kick it, but if you're really benefiting from this, I want you to type into the comments. This is good. Just let us know that you're engaging. Now, if you haven't shared, what's wrong with you? Go ahead and press that share button and get this out. I don't know what our numbers are on Facebook right now. Um, somebody tell me. Get this to 100 on Facebook, and I know we have quite a bit of people on YouTube, but go ahead and invite and share and bring people on to experience this today. So we're in Psalms chapter 33 in verse number 6. This is what the Bible says. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all of the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. The breath of his mouth. So the breath of God, we talked about this a few weeks ago, we were talking about creativity, but the breath of God brings creativity. So we're still talking about the power of Holy Spirit, right? Holy Spirit will begin to take your creativity to new levels, right? He'll show you exactly how to do, what to do, how to make it happen. And he'll give you a picture of what something can look like. Like the, the Bible makes it clear that God will, will show you the end, right? He'll show you the end and then he'll back you up and have you walk that thing out. Right. He's going to show you the end result. He doesn't always, uh, you know, give the journey. I often say that if God would have told me everything that was involved in his journey, I would have probably said no. Is this going to bother many of you religious people? I would have probably said hell no. And so it, it, it is it is it is it is the truth. And so I, I, God is very strategic in showing you, showing you very clearly, hey, this is where we're going. He doesn't always show the journey, but the Holy Spirit is there to guide. That's powerful. Remember this, that Holy Spirit is a guide. The scriptures make that clear. He's a guide. So the breath of God, God will guide you through the journey of creativity and building what God has called for you to build. So I want you to lean on him. I want you to lean on the breath of God. I want you to lean on creativity so that you can, excuse me, on the Holy Spirit so that you can move into the creativity of God at new levels in race. I believe that in 2021, God wants to really press you into that creating grace, that building grace, 
right? I just want to emphasize that. I really sense that strongly. And as you build according to God's patterns, as you build according to God's plan, you're going to begin to receive things, listen to me, that you have never experienced before in your life. Um, in order to get a pattern and a plan, yes, God, you have to be willing to go to the high place, though, right? You have to, Moses got the pattern where? On the mountain. So you got to be willing to go to the high place, right? And to go to the high place, yes, is going to demand discipline. What do you mean? If you've ever gone on a hike anywhere at high altitudes, um, you, you, it, it, you listen to me, that breathing is going to hit you a certain way. Uh, it's not the same way as it was at the lower levels. And so it's going to demand that you be prepared and that you discipline yourself to handle the high places. Right. And so you, you've got to be embrace the experience that God is taking you on in order to release the revelation to you. And then understand this, because it takes discipline to get there. Not everybody wants to go there. Not everybody wants to go to the high place to get the instructions. So we prefer to talk to people down here about how do we get to success. Right. Um, that, that's why the whole life coach deal is a, is a big market right now. I have to consider what I'm going to say before I say this. why I did that thing about it. That's why the whole life, no shade, okay? I have sons and daughters who are life co coach on Zion, and so I'm not saying anything's bad about it, but I'm saying the reason why it is a particular uh, industry is because people prefer to talk to people down here than up here. If more people prayed, we would have no life coaches. Because God will coach you. But isn't it, it's easier for me to talk to Michelle, for Ke to talk to Keenan, to talk to BJ, to talk to Cherie, to talk to Gail. It's easier for me to talk to them than it is for me to discipline myself and to talk to someone I cannot see. Let's be real. It takes faith to believe in this God that we cannot visually see with our earthly eyes. We're supposed to believe he's there while the world around us is trying to convince us that he's not. I'm not going to play you like this is easy. This thing takes a tremendous amount of faith to walk out, but you got to be willing to do it. And as you do it, there are so many benefits to walking by faith that it will transform your life, right? And so the breath of God brings creativity as well. Now, here's the next thing. God brings enlightenment through his breath. Enlightenment through his breath, right? Let's, let's, let's even expand that. Let's call it revelation. Right. Let's call it revelation. Let's call it insight. He, he, he begins to release that through his breath. Let's look at Job chapter 32, verse eight. Job chapter 32, verse eight. The Bible says, but there is a spirit in man and the breath of the almighty gives him understanding. So the breath of the almighty gives you understanding, gives you enlightenment, gives it to. So, again, is this relationship with the breath? <laughs> That's where you get the understanding. That's where you get it. And so as we're journeying through this, I, I believe that some of the greatest ideas, industry-shaking ideas, are ready to be released, but they're only going to be found in relationship to the breath. The key, listen to me, the supernatural has ideas moving around, period. Okay? If you connect in with the kingdom of darkness, he's going to give you some stuff, right? He, 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 he's, he's watched the world you know, for God's, God's, God only knows how long. So he can give you insight on how to be able to maneuver through the world. 
right? Powerful ideas that come from the kingdom of heaven is going to come out of that relationship with the breath of God, out of that relationship with Holy Spirit. You could be carrying the next app. Why, why would the king, why would, and I'm not saying these people who started these apps are, are don't serve the Lord because I don't know that, but, 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 but why, why, why couldn't you come up with Instagram, believer? Why couldn't you come up with Facebook, a whole world? Why couldn't you come up with Clubhouse? People are addicted. Do you hear me? Uh, why couldn't you come up with these things? I believe you can. Yeah. And I believe if you're willing to lean in to the breath of God, you will. A matter of fact, I prophesy to you that there will be people who are watching this broadcast right now that are before this year comes to the end. There will be extraordinary ideas. Uh, there are apps that you're going to create that are about to change the way that people do business and do life. There is a, a hallelujah. There, there is something that's about to hit the believers. And it, it's going to be powerful what's going to happen. You've got to begin to open your heart in the place of prayer and say, Lord, show me, show me, show me, guide me. And God's just looking for willing vessels that he can give understanding to so that they can be able to move in the place of influence. I'm telling you, as surely as my name is Sherman, and it is, God is calling you to receive his ideas. It is the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ doesn't just come to you to give you the ability to do church. The mind of Christ comes to you to give you the ability to be the church and to be the expression of the kingdom of God in every man's world. Okay, and so listen to me as you engage with the breath of God, when you engage with Holy Spirit, he is more practical than what many Christians have allowed him to. Unlike Paul say, I pray in tongues probably more than most. Okay, I believe in praying in tongues. But if you don't come out with strategy, what were you in there doing? Just na 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 na. What did you come out with? You ought to come out with something, you know, but we, we I grew up in a world in, and I'm not hating against it that believes strongly in the in, in praying in tongues. And I, and I thank God for my upbringing. But there were some of the most broke people praying in tongues. Had nothing to show for this relationship with Holy Spirit than that made God unattractive. Because I don't believe God himself is unattractive in any way to the world. People are reaching for him. It's his representatives that are unattractive. And because we have been unattractive because we're not walking it out, right? Think about it. What would a wealthy man look at, look at some, some of us and be like, why would I talk to your God? For what purpose? He got you living like that? And it's not that he does. It's just simply that we have not built a relationship with the Holy Spirit so we can get understanding how to maneuver. I just heard the Lord say something. He's also giving strategy for financial markets. I, I'm telling you, if you lean into Holy Spirit, he's going to show you how to master markets. He's going to show you how to master markets, okay? I, 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 listen to me. You've got to let him show you the trends before it becomes a trend. I heard him say to tell you that. You've got to let him show you the trend before it's a trend. Aren't you tired of catching up? What have you got in front of it? Okay. Uh, there, there's, something, there's something shifting here, and there are ideas that are there, and you want to go and grab a hold of it. What is, what is this guy, the guy that um, uh, started Tesla? 
Elon Musk. Elon Musk. The, the guy, people are saying he's crazy. And this is, and he might be a little bit, I don't know. But, but let me tell you this. His vision capacity is nuts. But believers will look at me like, I mean, that's so crazy. You're going to build a tunnel under the earth and, 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 and people will just go to that. But what happened, he's tapped into something that, that his faith is expanded so far that the guy believes that anything could happen. I don't know where he is in relationship to God, but I just want you to know that if you got the Holy Ghost, you need to let the Holy Ghost take your vision capacity to the place where you can dream of stuff that never existed before. I'm telling you, I can feel such a shift for you as you lined in there. And let me tell you, why not you? Why not you? Why can't you be the one that brings the change and brings the shift as you begin to lean into God and allow him to lead? Okay, so so his his breath is enlightening. Sherman, you got to move. Okay, thank you. Um, Here's the next thing. God's breath brings regeneration. Regeneration. Okay, we see this in Ezekiel 37. We dealt with it last week, right? We, we talked about how the breath of God came, stuff started coming together, right? The breath of God came, what began to happen? Life started coming, sinews started coming on bones, and, and then the breath of God came, and there was an exceeding great army. This was the regeneration that began to happen. One of the things, or reasons why some people are lacking energy and even, listen to me, their bodies operating at the highest capacity. One of the reasons is you don't eat right and you don't exercise regularly. But yes, we know that. Uh, but, but, but otherwise, it's also the lack of our relationship with the Holy Spirit. Okay? Now, I don't feel like we should waste the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm the kind of guy who will ask you, will you change your diet before I pray for you? <laughs> because I don't want to waste my pearls. Not calling you a pig, but I'm just saying I don't wanna, I don't wanna waste my pearls. I paid a high price for the anointing, and so and I pay it regularly. I don't wanna waste it. I go pray for you. You do get healed, but then you lose your healing. You didn't know that was such a thing. It is. It is a thing, because he gives it to you, but you gotta maintain it. Every gift he gives you requires maintenance. Now that's a whole nother thing. Every gift he gives you requires maintenance, requires maintenance. So it's just because it's there doesn't mean that it's going to operate at its greatest without you maintaining it. Even when you receive healing, even when you receive deliverance, when you receive breakthrough, you can lose it. God could give you financial breakthrough. Bam, here's however many thousands of dollars. Bam, here's an unexpected check. Bam, here's an unexpected deposit in your account that you cannot trace where it came from. Bam, here is debt cancellation. If you don't have a budget, it doesn't matter. Budgets are the maintenance of financial breakthrough. It is the maintenance of financial breakthrough. What is my point? Holy Spirit will bring you regeneration to your whole body. Your body out of whack right now, through relationship with the Holy Spirit, he'll correct and adjust that thing. I'm telling you, and, we, and, I, and I, our belief system isn't really strong for it because we're missing out on seeing the miraculous. And part of our design as a local body is to remind the world of the power of Almighty. 
Part of our assignment is to remind the world of the power of Almighty. So I'm talking about uh, regeneration like limbs growing. Now, everybody who knows me well knows I'm, I'm a superhero guy. I'm a Marvel guy. I am all for it, okay? And I want you to understand that this stuff is the Holy Spirit can cause for eyes to come in where there were no eyes. Part of the reason why you don't need to be afraid of death is because I'm going to tell you something that some of you are going to just, you know, brush me off with is that you can get into a circumstance in a situation and get into a place where evil tries to be caused, uh, brought upon you. And the Bible says you can drink the deadly thing and it not harm you. Now, don't go drinking poison just to do it. Don't be like that poor man that went out there walking on that water and went to go see whoever he went to go see. I mean, do not do that. Okay, so I, I need you, <laughs> you. I'm not telling you to go out and test this stuff. All I'm telling you is obey God. And in your obedience to God, even if some things came your dwell, towards your dwelling, we don't trip out. God fixes that thing. I remember in, in, uh, it was some months ago, some, uh, I don't know, maybe about six or seven months ago, my wife and I, we, we got robbed twice in two weeks. And I mean, like, a, no, like a week span, robbed twice. And, um, and w- w- car was broken into, money was stolen, equipment was stolen. Uh, I mean, a few day, days later, another car broken into, stuff was stolen, right? Now, obviously, I could feel like, oh, my God, why is this happening to me? This is crazy. But listen, because I'm in the plan and the will of God, nothing I lost was not given back to me 100 times over. Y'all just hear what I said? So I don't trip out about being robbed. Why? Because rob me, appreciate you, because I'm about to get more. You just made space for my next level to come into place. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? The enemy's plan was to make me hate my city. What did I do? Move to it. You are not going to mess up my journey. What are, you, what are you talking about? Holy Spirit, regenerate your money. Holy Spirit, regenerate your body. Holy Spirit, regenerate your life. It has life-giving power, so whatever seems like it's ailing, he gives the power of regeneration. This is good now, and I hope you are sharing because the Lord is talking to you today. All right, breath of God brings regeneration. Here's the next thing. I, uh, my time is, is literally running, but let me get this to you. Holy, Holy Spirit or the breath of God brings empowerment. Empowerment. We see that Acts chapter 2, and I'm not going to read it. You can go there and study it for yourself. Acts chapter 2, right? The power of the Holy Ghost comes. The power of the Holy Ghost comes. And, and the power is so important. Oh, my God. Power is so important. There, there is the dynamite power, right? Uh, uh, there's, there, there is the dunamis power. That it, it, it includes explosion. The idea of that word is things explode, explosion, uh, explosive power. And God gives that to each and every one of us to come in for high impact. High impact. When the breath of God comes, he empowers you in such a way you'll go in and make high impact. Can I tell you something? God never intended any place for you to go to be low impact. I believe if you step in a place and you experience low impact, it could potentially be a sign of the fact of there may be some kind of thing out of whack with your relationship with Holy Spirit. Maybe you didn't listen to him. Have you ever had a job where you didn't have high impact? Something was off. God never sends you into any entity without you making high impact. 
You can't blame the boss and they wouldn't listen to you. He knows every heart. He gives you a strategy around it. But because we don't go to work like secret agents, we don't go to work understanding that you, I mean, you can say, Sherman, you watch too many uh, you know, FBI shows, and I'm telling you, you don't watch enough. I'm telling you that <laughs> I'm not saying you need to really watch it. You, you need to, I'm telling you, you got to go to work understanding I'm not just here to get a check. I'm here to change the doggone world. I'm here to change the world. If you keep showing up where he tells you to show up, the right version of yourself, stop listening to them people that tell you just show up. That's a lie. But if you show up the right version of yourself and you keep doing it and you're listening to the Holy Spirit, things will happen. Can I tell you? Can I tell you something? Can I, if I can tell you something, just type in the comments. Tell us. I want to tell you something. I want to testify. Just, just type in the comments. Put in the comments. Tell us. Tell us. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? Can I, tell you? I have received, I have a book of prophecies. And this book of prophecies was given to me by my pastor, my spiritual father, Dr. Matthew L. Stevenson, before I ever started the church, before Dr. Chiquette and I started the church, one of the gifts he gave us in 2008 or nine, one of them, it's been such a long time, he passed us this book of prophecies, okay? The church didn't even exist yet. It was just an idea in the heart of God that God had breathed into us. In the book of prophecies, one of the many words that the eldership and the prophetic team then of the church that was at that time called International Church of Fire. Y'all know Anwa, but y'all don't know International Church of Fire. Um, and so uh, it, it was originally called that. He sends me this book. In the book, it begins to give all of these words concerning government. Government begins to talk about access to City Hall. It begins to talk about shifting this region through the power of government. Now, I want to segue just for a minute. Okay, I'm going to pin there. Don't let me forget what I was talking about. I'm going to pin this. That's why you need good leadership. You don't just, you, uh, I'm going to get to get in a minute. You don't just pick a pastor because he's handsome. <laughs> I am. But listen, you don't just pick somebody because he's handsome. You pick somebody because they carry the words of life for you. And you don't, can I tell you this? You don't always like him. That's how you can know you, don't, you have the right pastor, because you don't always like what they say to you. Yeah. If the words are always making you jump and holler, you probably got the, sometimes them words going to come and it's going to get you. It's going to find you. And you're going to be like, ugh, ugh. Right? You're going to swallow it. But you need a good leader. And when you find a good pastor, don't let anything pull you out of where God has placed you. Ooh, that devil is, he's, he's strong. And he's, a, he's in a real strong disconnecting thing around the world where he's doing his best to try to disconnect the people of God from the shepherds that God has called them to. It, it's a real thing. Around, it ain't just, I mean, it's around the world. I am talking to pastors that I am counseling and helping around the world. And, and I have to let them know you are not by yourself. This is happening around the world where, where the enemy's goal is to disconnect people from their tribe and from their leader. When you find a good pastor, lock in. Lock in. And don't let that. I mean, you got to lock in that thing. You got to bite into it like a cougar who sees a young man. I mean, you got to just lock in. You gotta look and not let go. So it's very important. What was I talking about? So I got the book of prophecies. I had to go on that little travel and I needed to remember because sometimes I forget. So you, I had the book of prophecy and it says all this about government, government, government. So I started, it, it became a roadmap for me. There was a time where the Lord told me to join some organizations locally. I didn't want to. 
Okay? I wasn't interested. Part of why I wasn't interested is because I don't like to go places. Oh, gosh. Okay. I don't, at that time, I didn't like to go places where I wasn't honored. So if I was going to go places and people were going to downplay me, that was in my immaturity, uh, then I would not, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to be there because I didn't want nobody downplay me because I was young, right? Or, or I still am technically, I guess. Um, but uh, but I, was, I was young. And so I, I didn't want people dealing with me in that way. And everybody that was in that field, I'm telling this story for a reason, were older. And so I said, well, God, I don't want to deal with that. I can just build my stuff. I don't got to do this. The Lord said, go. I said, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to join these organizations. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. As I began to follow the Lord, the Lord began to do some extraordinary things down to in the book of prophecies. It began to talk about how I would have people inside of my church that would be strategically hired in city hall. Uh, A couple of seasons ago, there was a young lady who got hired right in the mayor's office. Okay, from our church, got hired in the mayor's office, which then opened the door for me to be at anything that I wanted to be at. They had me. I mean, the folks had me praying. That woman of God worked that that opportunity. I was praying at anything that anybody could pray for. You hear me? Uh, (laughs) I had this connection and the open door to City Hall. It was already written in the book of prophecies. It goes on to say that I would sit down and bring shifts in the governmental uh, structure. In just a couple of weeks on this stage will be the newest city council members in here that I will be sitting with, interviewing them and talking with them on the stage of All Nations San Bernardino and streaming to the city. Why? Because it was in this book. It is in this book. What are you talking about? The Spirit of God will empower you, but you've got to be willing to say yes. He'll send you into all kinds of places. Your relationship with the breath of God will put you in places and God through the relationship with Holy Spirit will breathe the power of prophecy and give you exactly what you need to know so that you can be where you're supposed to be. Just listen to the guy. Lastly, and we're going to go. God's breath will also destroy. Now, I know we don't like that kind of talk, but we'll we'll walk through it. God's breath will also destroy. Will also destroy. Let's close right here with this thought. Let's go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 3. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse number 3. I hope you're still with me. I hope you're engaging. Here it is. Let no one deceive you by any means. For that day, we're in that day. Uh, so for that day will not come unless the, unfa- unless the fail- failing away, falling away comes first. Let's start again and read it correctly. Let no one deceive you by any means. For that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. We're in the falling away. The man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worship, so that he, he sits as God, please hear me, in the temple of God. Are y'all reading the same book? He sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Let's keep moving. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one, please remember that. The lawless one is according to the working of Satan. Please watch this next part. The working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. I want to deal with that for a moment. 
I want, you, I want to deal with that for a moment. It's talking about the deception. We are in a day of great deception. Great deception. Great deception. The spirit of delusion has been released highly. But please watch this. That is being released through the use of power. Please look at what it's saying. Signs. Lying wonders. What is a lying wonder? It's a wonder that is empowered by the kingdom of darkness. So when you're dealing with sorcery, uh, magicians, uh, astrologers, psychics, these individuals are individuals who bring lying wonders. This is why the breath of God is so important. Because if you don't engage the breath of God, the imposters will come and draw everyone into the kingdom of darkness. They're not going to stop. They're going to have their souls. They're not going to stop. They're going to be on the radio here in San Bernardino. And if anybody knows how I can get on the station, get me on there. On KGGI 99.1, they continually have a medium that comes on live on the radio and is talking to dead loved ones on a regular basis. I say again, if anybody knows how to get me on, I'm willing to come on side by side with the medium live on the radio here in the Inland Empire. But I am telling you that this medium gets on there and is talking to dead people and these people are astonished and they're crying. Why is this allowed? Why is this happening? Because there has been a blockage for the real and the real has been afraid to stand against the false. And if you don't get in position and let the breath of God lead you and empower you, if you don't let the breath of God come and use you, then lying wonders will come into place. God have mercy. Lying wonders. And look at this, verse 10, it says, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, but they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. They didn't receive, the Bible says, the love of the truth, that they might be saved. Please, let's look at this. And, and, and for this reason, God will send them strong delusion. Now, I want you to look at that. Some of you are like, God sends it. I want you to be clear on it. It's, it's the language here. I don't want you to get confused by it. It's he allows it. So, so, so I don't want you to confuse how it's constructed in the English language, but he allows it. It's just like, it's just like the Bible talks about how God uh, gave uh, Pharaoh a hard heart, a hardened Pharaoh's heart. The idea there is not that God necessarily did it. God allowed it to happen. He allowed it to happen. That they should believe the lie. That they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. God himself, through his breath, and I want you to go and read it for yourself. Read all of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. He destroys the work of the enemy by his breath. And listen to me, you've got a partner with Holy Spirit to allow him to, uh, to move in destruction against the works of hell and every sphere of influence that you've been into. Listen to me, the breath of God is something special. Where we're going to go next week is we're going to go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 8, and we're going to talk about how God set Adam in a garden. We're going to have some fun with that, okay? And, uh, and we're going to learn more about what God is doing in the time of the bear sheep. 
in the time of the beginning, the book of beginnings, okay? And so right where you are, I want you to lift your hands because I can feel a, a shift coming tonight where the breath of God, I believe, is um, driving and pushing us forward into the highest identity, right? The highest fulfillment. And what is that? Sonship in God, right? Being a son of God. I feel like there's a driving force that's beginning to happen. And so right where you are at home, I just want to pray for you. Father, I thank you so much for what you're doing through the power of your word. Your word is empowering. It's also convicting and, and, and it's, a, it's awakening us. And so we're so grateful for what you're doing and how you're speaking to our lives today. And so we pray right now, Father, lead us and guide us. <laughs> Direct us. Show us the way through the power of your breath. Allow us to get into the place and the God design, hallelujah, that you have for us. Allow us to become all that you want for us to become. We no longer fight against Holy Spirit. We no longer fight against the breath, but we welcome the breath of God to lead us. We welcome the breath of God to guide us. We welcome the breath of God that's going to bring, uh, hallelujah, creativity, innovation, my God, new ways of doing things, uh, cracking coals, I heard the Lord say, ah, that the breath of God is coming to cause for you to crack codes. My God, you will crack codes in society. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to give you what they're calling life hacks. He's going to show you how to be able to move in and how to maneuver. Ooh, and he's going to give you the creative way to do it. And you're going to be out of the box. I heard him say, you're going to step out of the box. Glory to God. You're going to step out of the box. I feel something happening right now. I want you simply to lay your hands on your own head for a moment. Just do this prophetic activation with me right now. There is the mind of Christ. Uh, there is under both sides. There is divine intelligence being released. Oh, I prophesy to you over the next eight days, uh, you're going to begin to get ideas. Ideas. Woo! Ideas. Uh, ideas that bring increase. Glory to God. Uh, ideas that bring increase. Um, ideas that bring, uh, that take you into the expanse of God. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ideas. Ideas that bring you, hallelujah, into the place. Uh, I heard the Lord say last night in this very sanctuary to tell the people of God, make room. Oh, glory. Make room because it's getting bigger. I know you've heard it before, but I tell you as God's prophet it's getting bigger it's getting bigger it's getting bigger it's expansion time he's little he's bringing you into the expanse into the expanse of the kingdom of God and you're going to see the manifestation of this thing some of you are employees in places where you're about to become the boss I heard the Lord say tell somebody that their inheritance is the company huh he's going to release the company you're working that will be the company you will lead. Yeah, there's a shift coming. There's even a changing of the guard. The placeholders are moving, said the Spirit of God. The placeholders are moving. Ooh, the placeholders are moving. I'm sitting in a building that was just being held for me. My God, I'm sitting in a place and no shade to the ministry before, but they were just placeholders. There was something else that God wanted to do on the corner of 9th and D. But I heard the Spirit of God say that the placeholders placeholders are moving and he's putting you in position. Hallelujah. I hear the Lord saying that the Joseph anointing is moving into place. Some of you are not going to be the top but you're going to be the most powerful two that ever existed. You're going to be the powerful second that ever existed and being a second don't make you less than. You'll run the show and get the money. Hallelujah. While the pressure is on the top. Hello. But God is releasing something unique to you today. Glory to God. Don't be afraid. I hear the Lord 
Don't be afraid to be a second. Everybody wants to top. But I hear the Spirit of God telling somebody today, humble yourself. Go over Humble yourself and allow me to raise you up in this hour because there's something in the second chair that I'm going to release. Ooh, and as you embrace the second chair in humility, I will give you streams of income, ideas, strategies, ways of taking it to the next level. Says the Spirit of God. Of God, and this is that hour that I will do this. Said the Spirit of God, come on, lift your hands right at your home and just take a moment, my God, and just worship Him. There is God breathed movements, God breathed moments that are happening right now. Just receive it. The breath of God is flowing to you. Woo! The breath of God is flowing to you. I'm hearing the Lord say, ah, I'm releasing cures for diseases. Woo! And the Lord says, this is my hour of innovation, my sons and daughters. And this is the hour I'll release it on you if you'll receive it. And the Lord said, I will cause for you to have my ideas and that you run with it, said the Spirit of God. For I'm going to begin to give you acceleration and even strong feet, said the Spirit of God. And I'll begin to send you in, said God. And if you'll obey me, the Lord says, you'll lack no thing, says the Spirit of God. For surely I have said in my word that I desire for you is to prosper, even as your soul prospers. And you're going to begin to move into new levels of soul prosperity, said the Lord. And as you do it, you're going to see your money shift, said the Spirit of God. For it is my design, said God, that my children lack for nothing but have I not said in my word that I give you the power to create wealth and this will be the hour said the Lord that I will cause for wealth building ideas wealth building mindsets wealth building churches wealth building people wealth building families Ah, yes this will be the hour of the coming together of families I'm seeing the power oh, I'm in the power of family brands the unity of families coming together for the forcing of of making the thing move. And I hear the Spirit of God say, I will not have it that people will come together around idols. For many have come together around Allah. And they even coming around, they've come together around the Buddha. But this will be the hour where families will unite a common goal and a common idea to fulfill my pattern and my plan, says the Spirit of God. For there is an opening and even a moment that 
that I've cracked open, said God. Well, I will begin to send my children in, said the Spirit of God. And I'm doing something so unique, said God. And I'm even doing something special. I'm seeing specialized schools that the Lord is opening in this hour. Well, the Lord is beginning to do something. This is the moment, hallelujah, of the educator. And the Lord is giving, hallelujah, innovative ideas for you to go in and do it. The God of there will be the arising of more charter and even private schools. There's an awakening that's happening. There's a shift in education in this nation. And I'll begin to and I'll begin to create places for the development of young ones. But I hear the Spirit of God said, I've looked for those who will take the next generation and that would pour life-giving words unto them. And I've looked for those who would say yes to serving them and raising them up. I'm looking for those who will create loved ones, ones that carry love, ones that are loved well and that carry love. And this is the hour, said the Lord, for you not to sit on your idea of how you can educate the next generation, but this is the hour to arise and move in. Oh, Sabbatiadaya. Father, we pray for Dr. Jaquette and we pray for black school right now. We thank you, Lord God, for an opening, a shift, and a way. <laughs> we thank you, Lord God, that you'll begin, oh God, to breathe upon that project. We pray, God, for the life and the light of God to flow towards your apostle. And we thank you, Lord, for even open doors. Thank you for open doors. Thank you that you'll take one idea and you're going to make it national. Thank you for the open doors in the capital of this great nation. Thank you for what you are doing. Thank you for her seat, God, on the school board of San Bernardino. I prophesy as God's man and not this woman's husband that there is a shift coming to even education in this city. And part of that shift is God's apostolic leader taking the seat, uh, <laughs> taking the seat on the board, uh, the school board of this city. For the Lord said, I'll make a sign and a wonder out of my daughter in this time, in this space. And it will not just be on this level, but then I'll elevate it to the state level. And I'll elevate it to the national level. For the Lord says, I'm breathing upon this thing. And Lord, we pray for Dr. Jill Biden tonight. And we pray, Lord God, give her strength. We pray for Dr. Jill Biden tonight, Father. And we say, use her, God. Give her innovation. Give her dreams in the night. Show her way, oh God. Send the angels. Send messenger angels, God, to the Capitol. Send messenger angels to the White House. Send messenger angels, I pray, my God. Send messenger angels, God, and give her thoughts that she doesn't know where they come from. And give her a team to build it, I pray, my God. Lord, in Jesus' name, touch this first lady and give her the strength to arise, God. In the powerful name of Jesus, in the powerful name of Jesus, uh, strangely enough, God, we pray for Michelle Obama. 
I don't know anything. But Lord, I pray for her education initiatives. And I thank you for what you're going to birth out of her in the next three years. And I thank you, Lord, for the things that are on her plate right now that you have already spoken to her father. And I thank you, Lord God, that she will begin to arise in this hour. And she will begin, oh God, her legacy will be the power of education to the young. And I thank you, Lord God, for what you are doing. And we receive the opening in the realm of the spirit. Oh, for the generation that's coming behind us and what you're doing and we say thank you 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 we say thank you (laughs) help us to not be so busy that we miss out what you're doing help us to not be so self-centered that we miss out on what you're doing help us to not be so drawn to our own self and our own prosperity that we miss it oh god thank you jesus Thank you, Lord. We worship you. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord, that you're breaking the spirit, oh God, of ignorance. God, and I thank you that you're releasing enlightenment and understanding and wisdom, knowledge, and truth. And we are so grateful for it now. 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 Thank you for it, God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Woo. Uh, thank you, Lord. Kena, the Lord told me to tell you that this cooking thing is more than a hobby. You've got to go and get become a chef. There is something that the Lord is going to do, and he's going to open up a stream of income for you. And the Lord said it's going to be in the education of this thing that he'll begin to give you fresh ideas and cause for you to step in. The next level of your family's income and pressing into what he's called for you to do is going to be in your pursuit of this education. He'll show you how to do it and not have to lose income and how to lose money. But you're going to educate yourself and the Lord is going to do it. And we thank you for what you're doing, Father, and how you're moving. We thank you for that. We, we thank you for that. We thank you for that. Right in your home, just lift your hands for a moment. Uh, I don't know what just happened in this room. Just lift your hands for a moment. Father, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Woo. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your presence. Thank you so much for what you're doing. Thank you so much, God, for how you're moving. We thank you today. We thank you today. Listen to me. Somebody's watching right now, and you need to give your life to Jesus. And there's no better moment to give your life to Christ but on the river. And the the river of God is flowing right now. And I'm telling you, it's such a great moment. Here's the thing about the breath of God, Holy Spirit, that you can't even come to God without the breath of God. It's Holy Spirit that draws men. It's Holy Spirit that draws men. It's the breath of God that draws men. And Holy Spirit is drawing you today uh, to, your, to your king, to your, to, your, to your Lord. And I want you to make a decision tonight. 
You know, uh, I, I'm, I'm all, I'm, what I'm understanding in this hour is that I, I'm, I feel the call to thousands, but then I, I feel the pull to the one. And, and I feel like today that, that, you know, it just may be one, you know, that's here today that needs to receive Jesus. But I, I want you to have this moment today. The one is even as important than the room of thousands today. And Jesus is talking to the one. Um, he stopped everything that's happening here right now, and that's what he does. He'll leave the 99, and he's coming for the one today. And are you the one that he's looking for today? Is it your day to turn your life over to Christ? Maybe, maybe you need to receive Jesus for the first time. The beautiful, beautiful thing about his grace is that he forgives you of all of your sins, and he cleanses you of all unrighteousness, and all you got to do is receive it. He's so good. All you got to do is receive it. You receive it, and he gives you new life. And, and I believe it's your moment right now to receive new life. Maybe you're not receiving Christ for the first time. Maybe you received Christ before, but you've gotten off track, and you, you feel like you feel far away from God. Don't trip. He, he's still ready to receive you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God is, God is that father in the whole story who's sitting there waiting for you to return, and he has a robe and a ring for you. And, and so he's, he's throwing a whole party right now waiting for you to come. He's, he's, he's looking for you. He's waiting for the one. And so I believe that you could be the one today. And so uh, this is what I want you to do. I want you to pray with me. It's one simple prayer. It's all it takes. And you pray that prayer, and then bam, through grace, it's so supernatural that, that you just receive new life in Christ. And so I want you to repeat after me tonight, and I want you to say, Jesus, I thank you for dying for my sins and rising on the third day. I confess my sins, and I thank you, Lord, for cleansing me of all unrighteousness. Jesus, be the Lord of my life and be my director. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You are saved. You are saved. Listen, I want you to do something. Like, we want to celebrate you. So if you gave your life to Christ, a couple of things I want you to <laughs> Excuse me. A couple of things I want you to do. I want you to drop into the comments right now, I'm saved. If you gave your life to Christ today, maybe for the first time, or you rededicated your life to Christ, just drop into the comments, I'm saved. And don't be shameful about it. Just do it. You're the one he's looking for, and we would love to celebrate with you today. We want to be a part of the big party that, that the Father is having because he's excited about either your rededication or your new commitment to Christ today. So just drop in, I'm saved. But then the second thing I want you to do is I want you to text, um, what am I wanting to text? I want you to text Lifeline to 94090. I want you to text Lifeline to 94090. Text Lifeline to 94090. And as you do that, we want to follow up with you. So it's so important that you do that so we can connect with you. We want to follow up with you. We want to send you something really special, okay? And so we're super excited that you're going to do that. If someone's watching today, you need a church. I want to be your pastor, along me and my wife and the amazing team here, this church uh, of literally hundreds of people, life-giving individuals, just a beautiful family of imperfect people that are committing to one another to go through the journey of being perfected in God. We would love for you to be a part of this family, and we would love to journey. Here's the good news. You can join this church from anywhere around the world. Yeah, and it's not just watching us. We actually have systems in place to care for you. 
<laughs> this is the hour of the shepherds. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just sending these shepherds to help us. We, we, are, we are serving God's people, and we have so many connection points and ways for you to serve. And I would just love to be your leader. I would love to help you grow and develop. And today, if you would like to join this church, a couple of things I want you to do. I want you to just type in the comments, I'm home. I'm home. I'm home. We want to be we want to we want to be your, your tribe. We want to be your family. I'm home. I'm home. And listen, you may be in Alaska, Pennsylvania, New York, Africa, anywhere. We can we can work this thing. And that's the power of what God shifted. When he shifted everything, he allowed for the shift to come. Even with the releasing of this disease, it awakened us to possibilities that many of us had not seen. And many of you have been looking for a church that can train you, equip you, even in the gifts of the Spirit and the power of the Holy Ghost, and to teach you how to move in the things of God. I believe this is that church. I'm going to give you a second because I feel like you're there. I want you to type in, I'm home. If you know that I'm talking to you, somebody said, I need a sign. Here's your sign. Right, and I want you to type in, I'm home. Listen, if, if you do that, I want you to also text new partner to 94090. Text new partner to 94090 so that we can follow up with you. We want to connect with you. We are so excited. I think we had uh, one person or uh, joined the church last week, and I'm so excited about the one. I mean, I could just, I, I almost ran through the building about the one, and I'm so excited about that because, I, again, the Lord, I know the call is to thousands, but the pull is to the one, and, and so, and so we, we, we want to be able to impact uh, your life, and so we want to partner with you. Listen, almost time to go, but I want to do something. I want us to sow. Can we sow tonight? Let's sow into the work of the Lord. Something amazing happening uh, here inside of our, our, our church, and, and, and I want to encourage you to sow. Tonight, I want to do something very different because I, I feel like the Lord is leading and pushing into this thing of impacting uh, the next generation. And, uh, and I, I want us to take this seed, as all nations, San Bernardino tonight, and I want us to take this seed and sow it to the Kingdom Culture Community Development Corporation. Now, that's our partner, our sister organization. That's our arm that does community development, community engagement. Through that, that's really the leg, um, even though our wonderful, wonderful volunteers from all nations, San Bernardino, serve it. It is actually the extension, uh, Food and Love is the extension of the Kingdom Culture Community Development Corporation. And so that outreach that we do every single week, where we're feeding hundreds of people. Uh, every month, hundreds and hundreds of people are being fed. And this is happening because of the generosity, and I want to speak about that, of All Nations. All Nations helps to support Kingdom Culture Community Development Corporation. And uh, for many of you that don't know, our church used to be called Kingdom Culture Worship Center. And we created this. We felt like the Lord was saying that kingdom culture would never die. Um, it just was going to be reimagined and lived out differently. And so it's happening through our Kingdom Culture Development Corporation. Listen to me. Black Schooled is an initiative of the Kingdom Culture Community Development Corporation. And I feel like tonight that we are supposed to, with all that God was doing tonight, I feel like we're supposed to sow specifically into the education of these young ones. Everything that comes in tonight is going to go to the Community Development Corporation tonight, okay? And we're going to do that just in, in alignment with what God's doing tonight, and I, and I want to see that happen. And so I want you to just know, I'm notifying my staff now, so they're going to make sure that all the accounting is happening. You don't have to do, they can track everything that comes in tonight. So everything that comes in tonight is going to go to that. So would you let the Lord lead you tonight um, of how you're going to sow into uh, the next generation? You may, you may sow $100, you may sow $1,000, 
you may sow $10,000. You may have the ability to do that. Again, everything you sow tonight is going directly to that. And I'm going to let you know. I'm going to publicize and, and put it out there so you can know how much we raise tonight for the Community Development Corporation. Okay? And so we're going to let you know. But I want you to sow your seed tonight. You, several ways you can do it. You can do it by text to give. You can text um, NYSBD to the number 77977. Again, you're texting NYSBD to the number 77977. Here's the next thing you can do. You can go to our website, All Nations SBD, Sam Boyd David, SBD.com. You can go and you can give securely there or even do our amazing app, our All Nations San Bernardino app. Download the app in your app store. You can give securely there. Let's sow to the Community Development Corporation. Let's empower the next generation. There's something that the Lord told us to do, and I, I haven't talked about it publicly, and I end up getting myself, I won't say in trouble, but sometimes I say things before, I, you know, they're to be revealed. But, I, but we, are, we are pushing to find a property very, very soon to house the Community Development Corporation itself, a different property in the city. And I mean, we are looking to do it swiftly. So your seed that's going to have help us to do that, we're going to be able to take food and love, house it there. They've run out of space. And so they, are, they have been begging me to use rooms that they can't use. And, uh, and for, for months on end, we just don't get rid of But we're going to take this and put it in its own space and allow it to live and grow and to develop and we're going to be able to feed i believe even more thousands and thousands of wow that was amazing agreed we want you to stay connected with all nations san Bernardino. do not let the uplifting stop here join us on facebook or instagram for more amazing content we want to connect with you and guess what if you're in town or even out of town come visit us at all nations san Bernardino, all the way live